0: When a band has some heat on them, there are a myriad of people who come out of the woodwork to grab a piece of the heat, so to speak. People want you to wear their clothes, eat at their restaurants, back their brand, and if the money's right, most bands these days will kowtow immediately. It's a little different to how it used to be when we started. Back when we started our band, the idea was to never sell out. Never sell out to the man. That meant never licensing your song to commercials, never appearing in ads to peddle products, and never playing for big corporations with questionable practices. However, the tide has turned, and we now live in a world where Iggy Pop does Swift cover insurance commercials, Johnny Rotten does Country Life Butter commercials, and Henry Rollins does Infinity Car commercials. It's something that I thought would never happen, but now that it has, you know what? It doesn't bother me that much. It really doesn't. Iggy, Johnny, and Henry don't have to prove themselves to me, or anyone for that matter. Anyone who would challenge them had better get their cred in check, and nobody can match theirs. As someone who's been making music in an industry that's been decimated by the internet, not to mention the general indifference towards music nowadays, I hardly ever hear the term sellout anymore, or the term pay your dues for that matter. And bands are going one step further and becoming brands themselves, slapping their logos on everything. Wine, coffee, beer, Funko toys, cologne, hot sauce, kitchen items, you name it. And there's a band who's got their logo on it. Frankly, it's new territory that makes me very nervous because I don't think it's a step in the right direction. But I can empathize and I'm not as hardline and idealistic regarding this as I once was. In fact, our band did a short run of hot sauce a few years back. We thought it was hilarious and in keeping with how we eat offstage and how we are on stage. We're also working on a line of our own Yule Mousse drink, which is a Christmas soda beverage available only in Sweden during Christmas, which outsells Coca-Cola every year. And I absolutely love it. Wouldn't it be a hoot if we had our own line? And so we we had a short trial run made last Christmas, and some are in the works for the future, but again, it's because we love the stuff in real life. I preface this episode with these words because I want to make clear that whenever I do speak about or showcase a product or an item, it comes from a very genuine place. I am sincerely into whatever it is I'm posting or speaking about. For example... I genuinely love Chino Locos, a restaurant in Toronto that serves Chinese-Mexican fusion food. I've mentioned them in numerous introductions on this podcast, but I've never been given a dime by them to do so. I just love their fish burritos stuffed with chow mein noodles. Salming Shoes out of Gothenburg, Sweden, are a clothing line owned by Borea Salming, who used to play on the Toronto Maple Leafs when I was a kid. And I love their gear. I'm not sponsored by them. So having said that, this episode with Peter Neal, one half of Neal Brothers Foods is not a sponsored endorsement. There is no monetary incentive to have Peter Neal on this podcast. My reason for having Peter Neal on is because I love, love, love Neal Brothers Potato Chips and other Neal Brothers Foods. Over the years, I've come to realize Peter and his brother Chris Neal are food celebrities. They're they're local, too being from the Toronto area, and everything they put their stamp on fits perfectly with my palette. I can't tell you how much I love Neil Brothers other than to have Peter Neal to be on this podcast so you can listen for yourself. My excitement having Peter Neal is the same as having maybe Jimmy Page or Getty Lee or Carrie King on this podcast. Peter Neal is a rock star to me. Neil Brothers' Maple Bacon Forever, Deep Blue and Flax, and The Real Srirachip are the best chips on the market today. Don't even try and argue with me on this, because if you do, it's only because you have yet to taste Neal Brothers. So go, go do that first, and then the argument will be over. I guess I do consider myself somewhat of a potato chip connoisseur. I mean, no matter what country we're in, potato chips are usually what's laid out in every dressing room, on every food spread, every rider, every backstage, and every craft services table. So I've tried different chips from all over the world. Almost every country has their own native potato chip flavors, and truth be told, I'm usually left underwhelmed. I will say that the sour cream and sweet ginger flavor by Gord's Chips was delectable, but they discontinued the flavor. Why would you do that, Gord's Chips? It's like a pizza chain discontinuing margarita pizzas in favor of Hawaiian ones. So when I found Neil Brothers Chips and found out they were from the Toronto area, I was sold and an immediate fanatic. Add to that their constant charitable work with organizations and their own 30 acts of goodness events, and it makes it really easy to back the Neil Brothers. So sit back, grab a bag of chips, preferably Neil Brothers, and listen to this episode with Peter Neal, one half of the Neil Brothers, Neil Brothers Foods, and it starts now. The Tango Chals, Pockers, is the best Login protocol initiated. Sequencing algorithm interface. The official Danko Jones podcast uploaded.
1: Listen with caution. Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, get ready because the Danko Jones podcast starts
0: I just want to say that in my world, you and your brother, Chris, are rock stars to me, man.
1: Uh, Thanks, brother.
0: I I love what you guys do. I genuinely love it. Um, My posts on Instagram have only been to get your attention (laughs) because I love love what you guys make so much. Man, thank you. That's an awesome thing to hear. And the fact that you guys you guys are based out of Toronto, am I wrong? Or
1: yeah, just um, I'm in Toronto right now, and our offices are up in
0: Richmond Hill. Oh, well, that's that's Greater Toronto to me. So that's that makes me, I mean it, it makes me really boost you guys just because it's a Toronto company, and you guys are doing stuff that I genuinely like, and uh, it, it's really cool to to boost something that's from you know your backyard. Thank
1: you, brother. Yeah, thank you. That's, uh, I mean, you know, on our side of things, it means a lot. Uh, over the years, some of our inputs um, have have had to move from Canadian source to to a U.S. source, but still, you know, we've got a fair bit of production here, and you know, all of our employees are here, and we, you know, certainly give back a lot to our local and you know beyond local but Canadian um, communities on, on a few different levels. So yeah, it feels good. It feels like we're you know integrated and uh, we're big believers in, um, you know, high tide rises all, all boats. And you know, that, uh, karma is a, karma is a strong and powerful thing. And it, it's a reminder that it should be a reminder to so many people that, um, you know, you, you can't, you can't, you can't just take it. Uh, it's a shitty way going through life. So,
0: well, <clears throat> that, that brings me to the uh, 30 acts of goodness that you guys are doing uh, to coincide with you guys being in business for 30 years. Yes. And so how, before we get to the 30 acts of of, of goodness, um, <clears throat> how how did it start 30 years ago?
1: Oh, brother. Uh, so in, in 1987, I actually wrote a letter. I was at university, and I, I wrote a letter to my brother, who was at a different university. I said, uh, you know, you're good at all this, and I'm pretty good at all that, and, uh, you know, one plus one equals potentially successful business, and, and you know, I can't imagine uh, doing anything more fun, even if it doesn't go anywhere. So, let's just try it for a summer or two, and, you know, we'll do, keep it simple, stupid in mind, and we both love food, and we, you know, let, let's start a food company, and, you know, we'll, Start off with something that, um, you know, if we have to shut it down within a short period of time, is it going to kill us. So, you know, the barriers of entry weren't too too difficult at the time. Uh, we started making uh, homemade, fresh gourmet croutons to complement the, the shift in, in trends toward healthier food and salads back in the late 80s. And they just took off. Like people said, man, you know what? I was buying uh, really great, fresh produce for a salad I was buying you know this fancy new salad dressing like grenades which was new at the time everything was bottled in ambient temperature at the time and uh, and then you know I got a great salad and this great fresh dressing and, and I've got these you know crummy old no pun intended uh, dried out croutons with all sorts of terrible ingredients in them so you know we brought them something a little bit different didn't cost us a lot to get into it gave us a taste of the food business if you will and uh, within a year or two realized that we loved it and we started adding tortilla chips and salsas and and then we also became a distributor for other people's products we were really good at getting our own products into the doors of supermarkets across ontario and we thought you know why not um you know why not share the love and 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 bring some other products along and make the transportation cost a little less and that uh, was really the birth of neil brothers distribution, so uh, the brand co started about one thousand nine hundred and eighty eight and about four years later we started distributing other people 's products
0: now <clears throat> the way I found out about you um, even though you guys have been in business for thirty years it 's been a, a a fairly slow climb for me personally, knowing you guys over the past ten years now, am I wrong in assuming that there was some sort of turn or shift? That made that put you guys more in the foreground um, with, with food products uh, than like the early half of of, of Neil brothers
1: oh, absolutely totally right uh, we struggled for the first oh man 15 18 years um, and and a number of reasons we were small um, consumers weren't looking for organic natural retailers weren't stocking it so in around yeah, 2,000 or so. It there were a few chains that said, "Hey, you know, we're, we're we're going to add some, you know, kind of cooler, more local, smaller, natural, organic, fair trade, all the all those bells and whistles. We're going to start adding some of those products to our stores, and we're going to make it easier for smaller brands like you guys to get into our shelves because before it was completely prohibitive." Um, you know, I remember getting a letter back from someone at um, A.M.P. Dominion back when before it was called Metro mm-hmm. in the in the early mid '90s, and they said, "God, man, we would love your salsas and chips, but you know, I don't know why they're black colored, and I don't know anyone who cares about organic, but we'll give it a shot. You know, throw a few cases our way and give us a hundred grand." And we said, "What? Yeah, that's called a listing fee, and if it doesn't work, then you're out." And you know, oh, Chris and I really didn't have didn't have a hundred dollars <laughs> to rub together, brother. And we um, so things changed in around the late 90s, early 2000s and as retailers changed their um, their ways and were promoting I- items like ours and smaller companies, so too did consumers trust and um, start moving towards cleaner and natural and I think they became a little more suspect of the massive CPG companies. so suddenly we were in you know it's just timing. It, it's like, you know, the, the, the overnight success rock band, you know, uh, it could take them, you know, the same amount of time, 10, 15, 20 years playing bars and honing their stuff and making sure the right ingredients are on stage to produce a sound that consumers are coming up willing to pay for. So it's not too dissimilar from that. It, it was really, you know, it for a lot of consumers, the first 20 years, they didn't really know us. And yeah. Uh, And then, and the other, the other side of it was that we were really focused on building other brands, Tazo tea and kicking horse coffee and raincoast crackers and kettle chips and cliff and Luna bars. And we, you know, we, we didn't do a very good job of, you know, it's almost like a typical Canadian, right? It's like, you know, I'll promote and celebrate everyone else. And, Mm -hmm. you know, far be it from me to toot my own horn and say, I've got a, a line of good products myself. So eight years ago, we realized that we needed to do that and we p- hired marketing and we put some more people in place who are solely re- tasked with trying to improve the Neal Brothers product lineup, um, you know, add some more innovation, do some better marketing, open more doors and, and really push the Neal Brothers brand. So, yes, you are right. You've heard more about us in the last uh, kind of you know 10 or so years than, than you would have previous to that.
0: Yeah, because uh, I think it is. I was trying to ballpark it or pinpoint it actually as to when I really uh, discovered you guys and it was around like the eight, nine year mark and uh, that's when I became aware of you. Now, it's really hard Uh, and and I only only found out about you mainly uh, from the potato chips and once I liked your potato chips a lot I realized you guys were doing other different kinds of products like the mayonnaise um and the popcorn and uh that's what when I tried the 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 sriracha mayo uh that's when I was like okay there's something else going on here this is like an <laughs> empire cuz these guys are knocking it out of the park with everything I've tried um, oh. and so so uh that's when I I started to really like I um you know, kind of name drop you guys. Because, you know, when we go out on tour, I think every country thinks that they've got great snacks. <laughs> and uh there is one place, and I'm not going to name the country because I don't want to get into some sort of online war on snacks. But they were saying, oh, we've got the best snacks. So I was very curious, and I took a look at their potato chip section, and I was disappointed but angry that, you know, Canada – isn't being recognized for the potato chip game. So having you guys in the foreground as almost my shield. There's nothing that can break <laughs> like a, a maple bacon forever or, or a barbecue flavored Neil Brothers bag of chips. Um, and we haven't even started with the tortilla chips or, or, or the salsa, forget about the sweet heat. If you put a deep blue and flax with a sweet heat in front of me, well, that's the meal that I'm having. If it's dinner time, that's my dinner. If it's breakfast time, that's my breakfast. I mean, it is that good. Of course, I'm not, I mean, I can't say it. I can't live by those words entirely. But... (laughs) 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 <laughs> but <laughs> i'm loving it but it's happened and and i, I just I, and so when i realized the salsa was great the mayo was great the potato chips is how i discovered you guys i really was just like and then to find out a you guys are from my backyard you're you're based out of toronto you guys you know you do organic products you are you are vegan friendly all these kinds of things that these flags that get get raised where you're like oh or the checkbox that you kind of click check off these days now I'm like wow I could really kind of get behind this and be okay with it like in, ter- in terms of you know just how I can look at myself in the mirror and you know just be okay with your own conscience so I I, I really started to slowly push you guys on on our Instagram to the point where I put I, I I had the uh, Neil Brothers the new Neil Brothers logo uh, in marker on my arm like a tattoo. Um, <laughs> So, I, so, so, awesome. I, so I had that. I had that and I posted it and everything. Um, and you know, a lot of our crowd are from, you know, other countries, not, not really from Canada. So I think a lot of question marks were raised, but I don't care. If you come to Toronto, even, even yesterday, I, I had a friend who's from Sweden and, uh, he kept texting me going, Hey, uh, I got to find this Neil Brothers
1: no potato awesome. chips
0: that you get, you keep talking about. So, I was trying to direct him as to where to go, um, but yeah, there's. I mean, there's so many questions uh, I have about Neil Brothers stuff. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll just I'll just start right now. So I, I know you guys mainly about the. Uh, I, I'm a big fan about uh, of your potato chips. So barbecue, maple bacon, those are my favorite. You've also got salt and vinegar. Now, am I wrong to assume that there's been a reboot? Of a, of the ketchup sriracha, sriracha chip in in recent weeks,
1: no way. Uh, and if there has, I better get my hands on a couple bags and do some research. Because no no changes that I know of, unless there was a you know some strange slip up in production, which can happen occasionally. But um, what, well, what what did you notice that was different?
0: Uh, there's a there's a, a a new bag to it, a new look, or is it just because the sriracha p- isn't in the store that I buy it? By neil brothers oh. from
1: yeah, well i mean that could be it but um we still got that 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 skew out that flavor out and it, uh we did change the packaging over and it's been kind of coming out slowly over the last six six or seven Aha. months
0: okay yeah. that's what it is then yeah so um i mean i can go so deep on this man i, I don't want to like waste <laughs> your time but i really want to know What are the beginnings of taking ketchup chip and a sriracha flavor and meshing them together? Because, I mean, I got to be honest with you. There was a part of me that felt like I was betraying you guys because one of my favorite other flavors of potato chips is another brand, but it's a ketchup chip. It's the uh, it's the president's choice ketchup chip and the sriracha and the ketchup together is like a genius combination. So where did that come from?
1: Okay, so this is a, this is a good story because it it actually comes from someone we admire a lot. He's a he's a he's a you know, he's, he's a pal. We've known him for a number of years, but um, you know, uh, Montreal chef Chuck Hughes is um, is fully the guy who had you know had suggested it to us. We came up with some flavors. We worked with them. We actually had a, a flavor with his name on it, um, and. Yeah, for a number of different reasons, marketing, etc. cetera, um, you know, and, and totally with a handshake and, a, and, and good faith and good friendship, we, we parted ways. But the inspiration for that flavor for sure came from Chuck Hughes.
0: Wow. OK, <clears throat> that makes that makes sense now, because to me, that's such a specific flavor. I've never heard of that before. It's always just ketchup. Um, and so it, it's got such a great Great spicy bite to it. I, I can't recommend it to 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 more people. I mean, it's it's amazing. Um, <clears throat> but there's there's um, that Montreal steak f- a spice. Is that still in production?
1: It isn't. We we just weren't getting the kind of returns on it, and uh, it didn't make sense from a production standpoint. So it was kind of sad. And it was it, what's really interesting about that one is that I was um, in the head office of of uh, whole foods their global office down in austin texas and the buyer at the time was really interested in bringing our chips on and they did uh and one of the things he requested was a montreal steak spice and i'm sitting there you know in you know barbecue country in texas and i'm looking at this dude and i'm like you know maddie like seriously how do you know montreal steak spice and why do you want it he said are you kidding me he said it's a, it's a staple in so many of our shells. Wow! Um, and I mean, Texas is funny. I mean, I love it It's so big and so diverse and so different. But man, they they seem to have a big love of Montreal steak spice, and uh, and they also have uh, they're they're also fans of one of my oldest favorite Canadian bands,
0: Rush. <laughs> right, of course. Which just makes Texas ultra cool. In my <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, that's cool. Now, there's another um, <clears throat> another flavor, uh, deli Licious Vidge's deli Licious Masala Potato Chip. Is that still in production?
1: That one as well. It um, it was so niche. We had um, I was actually just in London, Ontario yesterday, and this uh, there was a table sitting next to us at a Freshie where they serve our chips, and this this they were going on about how much they love Neil Brothers. And I'm like I couldn't take anymore. I, <laughs> Finally walked over to them and, said, and 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 they were like, oh, it was such a cool interaction. They were really nice people, and the one of the gals, the wife, um, she said to me, "Okay, I've got a, I, I've got a big issue with you guys, though. You, you it looks like you've taken away the veg chip." And she said to me, "That encapsulated the taste and flavor of of all things India." And I said, yeah, I know. I thought the same thing. And I said, you know, it, it, it's it's a shame. When I first went to Vikram, uh, and and Vikram's been a pal since the, you know, I guess, but 20 years now. And we we'd always wanted to work on a chip together. And he came up with that flavor. And you know, uh, I was I was razzing him when I suggested he do a butter chicken because butter chicken is a four-letter word. He doesn't. He never served it. And he never will. He thinks it's uh, the. It's anti-break. a
0: westernized. Yeah, it's a westernized yeah. dish. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like give me chicken Chinese chicken balls, right? Give me yeah. a break.
0: Yeah. but um,
1: he, but uh, he he come up comes up this flavor and you know you open up the bag and it 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 smells very eggy sulfuric right because he he, he really wanted um, black salt which has and black salt in, in Indian cooking really has that sulfuric smell so uh we were actually at and we were actually being interviewed for something and uh we opened up the bag on tv and and someone made a comment and and vikram very proudly said when you open up the bag i want to make the smell of farts i said okay vikram that doesn't <laughs> work dude <laughs> that is not that's not what we're trying to get across to our consumers and no one's going out to buy a bag of farts but yeah anyway that's what vikram wanted and uh i love the chip i love him but it's no longer, unfortunately, wasn't a big enough market.
0: Uh, yeah, that's that's too bad. I I, I did enjoy that flavor actually. Um, that was a good one, but this butter chicken idea you just threw out, answering my last question, that is actually could be an amazing flavor, right? Um, <laughs>
1: doesn't like butter chicken. I mean, I know it's not
0: it, it's not Vikram, but dude, that's a good flavor. <laughs> it's not it's not genuine. Um, but you know what it does. You know how you could market it. It, it is a, a cross pollination of cultures because it's only found uh, through the Western palate um, and filtered through, you know, Indian chefs. It, even though they've probably got their, you know, the, you're forcing them to make it. Um, there is a cross pollination of cultures here. And when I see the the deli licious chip under the umbrella of Neil Brothers, which is a Canadian company, I I feel the uh, you know, the uh, multiculturalism coming through. Hey, that's
1: uh, reason number three that we wanted to create it. I mean, I, I really, I, I've loved Vikram for many, many years. Uh, he's just an all around charming, fun, interesting, talented. He's just, he represents that incredible, incredibly successful uh, and entrepreneurial new Canadian that we want here in this country so badly. And he's just, he just, um, he personifies so much goodness. Everything he brought from India, and his cooking from, you know, through Switzerland and then what he did in Canada. I thought, man, what a cool way to celebrate that with a flavor with him. But uh, anyway, maybe maybe he'll bend one of these days and he'll agree and
0: uh, <laughs> we'll do a butter
1: chicken. <laughs> I don't think so, but ah, you, can, you can always hope, right?
0: Yes. Um, okay, so segueing from the potato chips, you have a cheese puff line of cheese yeah. puffs, yes. which, which, uh, I don't, I, I might be jumping back and forth between what I wanted to talk to you about, but that maybe it's just where I'm getting the cheese puffs, but they do not have the packaging does not have the new Neil brothers, uh, rebranding logo, et cetera, et cetera.
1: No. Um, and, um, i'm kind of thinking maybe you're telepathic or your ears were burning because an hour before we got on this call i just approved the new cheese packaging and it's 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 got the same look as the new tortillas and salsas and everything else so that's coming um probably within the next six or eight
0: weeks all right we got a scoop the podcast got a scoop (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Woo. um and (laughs) And like i said i uh, I love the uh in terms of the tortilla flavor the tortilla chip flavors, my favorite is the deep blue plus flax with a sweet heat side uh salsa um you can
1: come for dinner any night because that's pretty much what my wife serves every night. that's her favorite,
0: yeah, oh really so I saw yeah. I, I hit it out of the park right there right on the first pitch um oh, so um and, and then there's uh i mean i, I you know like there's people listening to this who have yet to even hear of the neil brothers because they probably live somewhere else but i mean i don't care i'm just going to get it out there and i don't care if you haven't tried it you, you now it's now you've heard of it so now it's in your in your head but um the mayos that you guys do amazing as well now not just mayos these are the re- the ingredients are are very uh, well picked am i right
1: yeah, you know what? Um, we we've played with them um, a little bit over the years, but uh, yeah, really, we really wanted something that um, you know fit along the lines of of what we've always tried to do with with our you know ingredients and and you know it's it's often trying to find that perfect intersection of really good ingredients, taste profile, uh, consistency, in, in terms of like in terms of mayo, the viscosity, the you know, but also ensuring that um, you know price and everything else is is in decent shape as well so we um you know i'm not sure what uh mayo you've got in front of you uh, but at some point time we were using um, a a soya based oil and we had a lot of concern despite the fact that we had an organic non-gmo soil but you know we've 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 made some modifications and the mayos are actually being enhanced. You may not even notice it, but just from an um, overall sustainability and sourcing, the ingredients will be even better. Uh, they're a little bit more expensive, but we're, we're, we'll we keep the retail in line on, on the mayos.
0: I notice on the mayo packaging, uh, maybe it's on other packaging, but there's a picture of you guys where, where the chips and the puffs and uh, the other products don't have – you guys on the packaging and i feel it's really important uh to have some sort of connection with the brothers in the name neil brothers i thought that was that gave it a real homey uh, vibe to the packaging
1: <clears throat> yeah that decision was was um essentially foisted on us by our marketing team so as i said about you know eight years ago we, we tasked a group with trying to convey that message that yeah the you know that 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 Brand that eponymous brand Neil Brothers wasn't wasn't just something arbitrary. It truly was you know my brother Chris and I from Aurora Ontario started a food company, and and people just didn't know it still after 25 years. So we both my brother and I Chris we reluctantly agreed to have our have our images on the packaging, and we we were removing it. So in in another couple months on the mail you won't see us anymore. But we had a, a local artist, a really talented dude, um, do a um, sketch of us. Um, so you'll see there's a picture of my brother and I on some of the other products uh, on our motorcycles. And, and yeah. it's just kind of conveying who we are and what we're all about as well.
0: Yeah, that, that I've, I have that image too. Now, I, I forgot to open up this this conversation with you to say thank you for sending the uh, care package that you guys did send with a whole bunch of potato chip bags and salsas and um they're gone now. It's gone. It's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> well actually to be fair, I split it with uh the two other guys in our band, so we all got a little bit of that package. So uh yeah, we're all Right on. Yeah. Um
1: but none of you were sick afterwards.
0: No, oh, God, no. I mean I've already <laughs> I've already went out and bought some more bags, so the the package actually Made money for the company, I think. Right on. <laughs> um, right but on. I- included in the uh, in the box was that image that you just spoke of, which is uh, you and Chris on some motorcycles. Which I thought, I think, I think it's great, and it, it gives up a, up a, a, You you as a consumer, you you really feel that oh, this is a real kind of family business, um, in and amongst all these grocery. Uh, Items that are on shelves and there's no personal connection. That's what really hooked me in uh, after I really liked the flavor. I turned the bag around and I saw, you know, that, oh, these are, there's a story behind it and there's an act, there's actual brothers. This isn't just a brand. So that, that was kind of cool. I, I really dug, uh you know, the, the different personalities that you guys are kind of pushing to the foreground. Oh, thank you. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I mean, we are real guys and, um, one of the things in the last few years, uh, are the people around us who are mentors or supporters or, or paid marketing people to help us said, you know, you're, you're also involved in all these different charitable things. So why are you on the board of this charity or that charity when you should be, you know, focusing your time and energy on food related stuff, or you're know, just telling your story in a, in a very genuine way and, and promoting the things that matter to you. And I think at first we thought, well, if, if, if we're doing something, in the food industry, it's going to look too contrived. It looks like we're just trying to get our name out there and be on a board for for the sake of of you know pushing our our you know our our agenda from a marketing standpoint it didn't seem genuine but you know we found some great organizations that um, you know we have become you know deeply passionate about and deeply involved with it and not just from a board level but you know rolling up our sleeves and being part of the part of the actual you know on the on the ground effort and it's been it's been pretty cool and telling that story or having our shots on there you know my brother and i have spent a lot of time traipsing around north america on our motorcycles for different reasons and um you know that's okay it's cool to be you know to be you know to i think it's cool to share some of those things you love to do and and you know um be congruent with consumers and say hey this is what we're all about you know and just the same thing about cannabis i mean i've been a fan of it for you know uh, a good chunk of my life and I've never completely agreed with the political um, stigmatism around it and, and, you know, why it landed into uh, Class A drug (laughs) and narcotic in in so many different jurisdictions. But, hey, we can celebrate the fact that that's over in Canada and that, um, you know, it's one of the reasons we got behind it and are, are developing a full cannabis edibles company.
0: Wow. That's amazing to hear. I did not know that. Uh, that's wild. I mean, I guess now that all the laws are are getting more and more lax, um, it it gets easy to enter the uh, the market through there.
1: Yeah, yeah. We found a group that <clears throat> had a, a good sized production in Canada. They did a deal with a, a group of guys that we've known and liked for a long time. The the guys at the Tragically Hip, and uh, we thought, but, hey, we love their music, and you know, we there's a there's a friendship amongst food and. Um, and really liked the guys behind the production of, of cannabis at, uh, at Up Cannabis, and and we agreed to be their food partner and, and build up a whole food line. It's now potentially in, in the hands of uh, of a bigger licensed producer called Hexo, <clears throat> but the same the same you know thought process behind you know presenting or uh, curating a line of items that make sense to consumers and checking off the boxes. So if we do a you know cannabis infused chocolate, it will. It'll be fair trade. It'll be organic. It'll be, you know, probably plant-based for sure, vegan, um, and you know, best practices of food will be married with really good, responsible um, cannabis distillation or isolate um, infusing, and 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 we're going to give Canadians an opportunity to engage with our food, and you know, just as they would with a couple of glasses of wine, they can they can have a. You know, um, you know, whether it's a piece of chocolate or, or a vegan um, gummy that's, you know, not just all sugar and not just full of garbage, it will be something that, that they can enjoy with, you know, friends or, you know, use it for whatever occasion, sleeping or just kind of chilling out on, a, on an airplane. Um, we're going to give them opportunity to, you know, engage with cannabis in a really responsible manner.
0: And when is this supposed to, uh, expected to hit the market?
1: Uh, right now you know, we've seen the draft regulations from the government, Health Canada and Pharma, but uh, most likely it'll be, you know, October, November. It probably, you know, it could be November, December of 2019, but it's soon. And uh, you know, I've been traveling across the U.S. to all all the states where it's legal and attending seminars and conventions, speaking at things and really learning so much about this industry. It's been a real eye-opener. It's been a really, you know, after 31 years, it's easy to get tired with something, especially if it's your own company. But man, I'm so reinvigorated now, knowing that we can do something so exciting. I've seen the effects, I've seen the positive effects from medicinal and a medicinal slash recreational and what cannabis and, you know, maybe a higher CBD ratio, but you know, what consumers have been able to benefit from in, in, in with really good food combined and, and have a really great experience. So, I, mean, I love alcohol. I've got a wine importing company as well, um, but I don't, I don't drink a, a ton and you know, from a physiological and societal standpoint, um, you know, cannabis has got some really good things to offer us as an alternative. I agree,
0: a hundred percent.
1: Wake up feeling feeling like crap in the morning. Yeah,
0: it's true. I mean, I'm not a consumer of cannabis, but I agree with all its uh, health benefits and its um, its benefits to our planet. Um, so, I, I'm a I'm a pro legalization person from that standpoint
1: thank you so, that's cool that's, yeah. that's you know that's as good of an answer as I can imagine from someone who who doesn't engage with it so uh, that's refreshing to hear that thank you
0: I wish I could I just can't handle my high man <laughs>
1: yeah hey there's a lot of people in that boat and yeah. you know um, and one of the wonderful things about with about edibles and the way we are dosing them and and'll I'll tell you a quick story one of my my youngest daughter was over with with um, a, a group working in Kenya building schools last summer. And just based on her, you know, I think a lot of things being away and being that far away and exposed to a whole lot of different things. She, she had a, uh, a panic attack and it was so bad that, um, you know, the local doctors didn't know any better and they, they prescribed um, a psychotropic. Sadly, it was, it affected her genetically and she had, was for eight days near suicidal. She was depressed. She was in a very, very bad state. Um, fortunately we were able to get her off them and talk to the doctors. But, um, you know, a month later we we're with some friends, uh, in a boat in the Pacific and, and she had another panic attack and someone on the boat is in the medical cannabis industry and had CBD with them and administered it to her. And within an hour and a half, brother, she was right as rain. And I thought, man, am I ever happy I'm getting into this industry. I can see the goodness from it. I've got a 91 year old father-in-law who's been, uh, his life, his day-to-day um, happiness level, you know, his uh, pain management uh, has has it's night and day. I I, I can't explain it. It's, mm-hmm. He lived with us for two weeks. He's out of the house now, but he's on a daily dosage of um, CBD. And you know, you can look at uh, so many different things that we engage with every day. You know, drink more milk for this, and eat more vegetables for that, and take vitamin D and vitamin A cbd is no different and we're going to realize that and there's nothing hallucinatory about it In it can be grown in a very clean environmentally friendly you know organic manner and so yeah we're learning a lot about cbd and the other hundred and some odd cannabinoids in in cannabis and there's a lot of good that can come out of it
0: thankfully finally yes i mean i think the the truth is coming out on on cannabis yeah and it's not it being. it doesn't have to be about the high no no not at all uh... I mean my only criticism about the high with cannabis in this society is that it's it's not given the respect uh it's it's used as like some sort of like party party drug but if you you give it the respect to go alongside with the high I think you can really benefit from it beyond just like a a cool friday night
1: Oh man, you, like, I, I need you on tour with me. That's exactly <laughs> what I need to encapsulate. I, I, you know, I try sometimes and sometimes I struggle with 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 getting the right message and not having it confused. But, you know, for 15 years we've taken our daughters to uh, Jamaica and, you know, for you know, about 10, 12 days we rent a home in the local community and, um, it, it, you know, it's a religion to so many of them. There's yeah. a lot of them still that, you know, it, you know, they want nothing to do with it and they, you know they're also not drinkers. And I mean, it's just a very different lifestyle, but, you know, for Rastas and, and so many other locals, it's, um, it really is a religion and, you know, they're not, they're not smoking it like, you know, high school kids on a Friday night either. They're, it's just, it's just part of how they live. It's, um, you know, I'm not going to say it's like, you know, in India drinking chai, but it's, I mean, it, it is almost a cultural religious experience and and they, they do it just to kind of Cruise and enjoy life and 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 see life through a different uh, lens if you will
0: yeah, that's actually uh, where I realized uh, marijuana should be how marijuana should be treated because um, I was you know I was in university and I was trying to trying to smoke joints and and I had a couple of bad experiences and I realized I wasn't giving it the respect and I looked at you know how Rastafarians treated. Treated marijuana, and and then I realized, yeah, I was just, I was doing it the wrong. I was, I had the wrong approach to it. So I'm not against yeah. it at all. I'm not against. I'm it I'm loving at all. this, brother.
1: This is the the wisdom of Danko Jones. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, loving.
0: It. <laughs> well, uh, that gets me to to something that we've touched on a couple of times during our talk here is. Is the uh, charitable aspect of the Neil brothers um, you've actually because you've hit your 30 year anniversary you've decided to um, kind of showcase it and 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 spread uh, spread it out in the thirty acts of goodness. could you uh, talk about what that's all about
1: yeah it was really drawn out of um, what I was speaking about earlier in, in terms of you know defining who we who we were and what our um, Interaction with with our community was whether it's our hyper local community or community at large and, and, and our country um, and and a way to celebrate our consumers. So we, my brother and I, and uh, there's three of us actually. Our younger brother's not involved in the business, but you know, the three of us were brought up in a house where, you know. It, don't complain, you know, get up and do something. Um, and, and if you've got an issue, get off the couch and, and roll up your sleeves and get involved. Our mom and dad were involved in grassroots stuff and on, on a much bigger level and from politics to, but mainly it was charitable stuff and community inspired work. And you know, it, we, it was just part of our lives growing up. So it was a natural continuation when we got into our late teens and early twenties. And, but we were, Chris and I were doing stuff all over the place. So a lot of what we wanted to do in the 30 acts of goodness were um, were food related. There was some fun guerrilla marketing stuff, just you know, in a crazy traffic rush hour situation, making people smile and having some laughs and handing out chips for the ride home. But you know, there were a lot of events that that were supporting things like um, community food centres Canada that um, we're heavily involved with. It's one of our our three main. Uh, charitable you know, undertakings and uh, you know, the idea of, of being able to celebrate community and help, help those who are um, you know, in, in tough situations in so many different communities across the country. Um, and We've visited many of them. I've visited all the centers across Canada and spent some time through Canada's north and, and seen how that interaction between socialization, good food, and, and, and kind of a healthy outlook can really help to um, bring about people's um, better, more happiness, and certainly better health within individuals and within a community. And, and as you do that, you continually see, you know, the improvement and the thriving of, of communities. And, and this community group, Community Food Centers Canada, has done an amazing job with that. They they bring people into their into the, into a center. People sit down. They're uh, served a really good meal by a chef. With usually local organic food, um, so very different than say the the food bank model, which mm. you know, does it plays an incredibly important role, especially in emergency situations. But as opposed to lining up for a hamper of food that you know may not be first class and may not be what everyone wanted to eat, um, you know our approach is a little bit different. You know we're going to look you in the eye, we're going to sit you down, we're going to feed you, we're going to clean your dishes, and you know you're going to be able to sit and enjoy. A meal and have a conversation with several other people at your table um, and and that's when our group also can get involved and say hey what can we do to help you is there you know yeah, English is a second language issue the is landlord tenant act or are you having a, some perinatal you know stuff can we help guide you around better food can we show you how five bucks at the grocery store can uh, be used in a very simple way to create a great meal you got to remember that we got you know, so many different new Canadians who might come from different parts of the world who might look at a rutabaga or, you know, sweet potato and, and <laughs> many other different vegetables mm-hmm. that may not be local to them and say, what the heck? I mean, I, yeah. I certainly know that from traveling. You, you go to a, a market in another part of the world, right. and you think, my goodness, I don't know what that is. I can't spell it. I, don't, I would not ha- know how to cook it. I don't know what it tastes like. So some yeah. of that ha- happens at these centers, too. And it's, um, <laughs> it's really an amazing way to bring people together and, again, create positivity and strength out of a center that helps resonate throughout a community and brings up the whole community and again back to the high tide, high tide floating all boats and, and we're doing it. It's, uh, it's an amazing thing and 30 Acts of Goodness was you know based around some of that. And it was celebrating a book my brother and I wrote um, three years ago to help raise money for Community Food Centers Canada. So yeah it was it was really bringing out that inner DNA in us and 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 you know, modeling that to other people. Yeah, yeah. we can have lots of fun on motorcycles and build a company and have great fun flavors and be a successful company. But, you know, there's an, a really important element to what we do as human beings every day as well outside of um, just trying to make another buck.
0: Wow. I mean, I I just, I, I guess, you know what? I got to pat myself on the back because I, I really chose right when I <laughs> decided to, publicly support you guys because I honestly didn't know this whole background to you guys beyond man I really love their potato chips <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's well, great I- to know I wanted to ask you about um you mentioned you guys distribute kettle chips and that was a, a brand of potato chips that I was a real big fan of but Neil Brothers itself has kind of usurped it for me Um how do you how do you do that? That's a that's a heavy competitor. How do you how do you do business alongside that?
1: You know, I think it's kind of the, our philosophy in life too, right? It's like, um, it, it, you know, you know, we know their product's going to be on the on the market. Um, we we know they're going to be competitors, and you know, we've we've never seen competitors as you know you know villainous. We've we've always seen them as as good, especially when it came to promoting you know you know quote unquote healthier or cleaner than or um you know just better sourced ingredients and 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 we knew that back in the day if we could help promote the industry and and help other band other bands other brands grow um then it would really help you know get the the um i guess get get the consumer more aware of of, of, of other options out there, not just the big CPG companies, but that the fact that there were craft artisanal, you know, there's entrepreneurs out there trying to tell a, you know, better story through food and, and they seemed like really good people at the time. And, you know, we, we agreed to take their brand on and, and sell alongside ours. So again, we knew it was going to be with some distributor and it might as well be with us. Right. And it's been a, a good partnership and good friendship for, Gosh, we've been with Kettle for... We were one of the first ones in Canada, so we've had it for 20 years.
0: Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Now, listen, my favorite band since I was six years old was Kiss. And listen, oh. I, I, I know that you guys have probably heard this a million times, but you're Peter, your brother's Chris. <laughs> I see a cross-marketing Kiss chip... Uh, Peter, Chris, you guys together are Peter, Chris. I mean, I know you guys have heard this a million times. You're probably sick of me, or or you hate someone who brings it up. But
1: honestly, I- swear no, you, this is absolutely the first time ever. And you know, I, I love I'm loving because in 1976, I, I I don't know what number I was, but I was part of the Kiss fan club because I was a huge fan. And uh, you know, I've had a pleasure of meeting a couple of them and Shannon Tweed, and yeah, uh, I'm loving where you're going with this. I'm I'm a big fan. I love those guys.
0: Yeah, I just see a Peter Chris chip somewhere down the line. I just don't know what the flavor is. And the the last thing I wanted to end on with you talking to you about all this stuff. My favorite potato chip in my entire life was and I cannot remember if it was Ruffles uh or or O'Grady's or or
1: O'Grady's O'Grady's
0: au it was sour cream and bacon. Oh, I love that one. And uh, it was a thick chip, and it was those were
1: those are greaties. Our friends, the Murphy brothers, made them.
0: Look, every every tenth or fifteenth bag you'd have, the 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 flavor would be a little less than usual. But when they when the flavor was there, the sour cream and bacon potato chip that's discontinued now is the greatest potato chip that it was ever invented. I mean, listen, Sophie's choice. I mean, it's 2019. We all change. I probably take maple bacon forever. But sour cream and bacon by O'Grady's, man, holy smokes. One of the greatest potato chips ever invented. <laughs> if oh, you I'm guys ever go back to the drawing board, dig up that flavor from the grave. And it's not v, 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 Vikram's uh, potato chip. That would be Danko Jones sour cream and bacon potato chip. Listen, in, in Gothenburg, Sweden, at the 2112 <laughs> restaurant in Gothenburg, Sweden, there is a signature hamburger called the Wildcat Burger. That's my signature burger. I, I Sour cream and bacon. That would be, I claim that flavor uh it's got to be done so the next time you guys go back to the drawing board remember that flavor remember me uh danko jones out i love neil brothers you guys are the real rock stars Woo! (laughs) love you too brother
1: and sour cream bacon (laughs) is coming to a store near you and and danko jones will be written all over it for sure and hopefully it will satisfy even the biggest tongue